Good morning. Parshas Vayechi is stuma, closed. This means that in a Sefer Torah, there's no gap between the end of the previous Parsha and the beginning of this one, as there usually is, to show where Vayechi begins. Rashi tells us, Lama Parsha Zosasuma, why is this section closed off? Lafi shekevan shenifta Yaakov avinu, nistemu eneam v'libam shal Yisrael mitzaras ha-shibud, shehizchilu lishabdam. This section is closed because the eyes and hearts of Bnei Yisrael became closed when Yaakov died. As a result of the suffering that began at that point, the Shibud Mitzrayim began. But hang on, we know from Arashi in next week's Parsha Shmos that the Shibud, the enslavement, did not begin when Yaakov died. It didn't start until after all of the Shvatim died. How can it be that Rashi here in the beginning of Vayachi says the Shibud began when Yaakov died? Rav Shimon Schwab notes a very subtle shift in the Psukim after Yaakov Avinu died. The Torah tells us in Vayachi that upon Yaakov's death, there followed 40 days of embalming and then 30 days of mourning, after which it's time to go bury Yaakov in Ma'aras HaMachpelah. Vayidaber Yosef el Beis Paro Lemor, Imna Matzasichin Be'inechem Dabruna Ba'azne Paro Lemor. Yosef spoke to the household of Paro, saying, If I found favor in your eyes, please speak on my behalf to Paro. What? What on earth happened? At the beginning of the Parsha, Yosef was at the peak of his power. He spoke to Paro directly, and there was no meekness of, If I have found favor, please ask Paro for me. Yet as soon as Yaakov died, Yosef could only speak to Paro's officials asking them to please go speak to Paro for him, the Shibut has begun, but it's very subtle. It's barely perceptible. Just as the end of Parshas Vayigash and the beginning of Parshas Vayachi are not clearly discernible, they merge into each other, so too the transition to Galas happened so imperceptibly. Overnight, Yosef's power was just slightly less than it was before. No one noticed. As Rashi says, Nistimu Yisrael, their eyes and hearts were closed. No one saw, no one noticed that even though they were still living comfortably, everyone's life was still the same. But the Shibud had begun. Today is Asara Bateves, and I think there's a parallel here. One of the tragedies that we mourn today is that the Torah was translated into the Greek language. You have to wonder. Why is it that when King Talmai ordered it, it was a tremendous tragedy? A Chazal compared it to the day of Chet Egal. But Moshe Rabbeinu already translated the Torah into 70 languages. That was not a problem. So now today, it's such a problem when King Talmai did it? The difference is subtle. When the 72 Chachamim were forced to translate the Torah into Greek by King Talmai, it was with the understanding that now the Torah is just another book of literature, another book of wisdom in the Greek libraries. Moshe's translation into 70 languages was done al pi Hashem. It reflected the spirituality, the truth, the divinity of Torah. But on the 8th of Teves, Torah was translated without the spirituality. From now on, it would be seen nothing more than another book of great literature. It would be open to misunderstanding and misapplication and distortion. Torah authenticity, MS, was lost in the translation. Just like the shift into Shibud Mitzrayim was barely visible, 
The difference between Moshe's Torah in Greek and the Chachamim's Greek Torah translations seems imperceptible, yet we mourn that loss and we still suffer from it. Just because something's invisible doesn't mean it's not there. It can take time for the tragedy to fully play out until it's clear and visible to everyone. We live in a time also when our eyes and hearts are close to truth. We live in a post-translation world, a post-Gullus world, where MS is hidden and it's distorted. And this is what we're mourning today. We mourn the imperceptible shift into Gullus that began originally with Yaakov's death, but since then has moved farther and farther along. It was pushed farther along on the 8th of Teves, which is contributing to what we mourn today, than the 9th and the 10th. It continues to move imperceptibly, yet significantly. There's no solution I can offer. That's why we yearn for Geula. Yet I think it's worthwhile to remind us all of our mission. Our children are counting on us to keep our moral compasses steady. So much around them is deceptive, insidious, and misleading. So much around them subtly, invisibly, and also not so subtly and not so invisibly pulls them away from truth. They're looking to us for clarity. We choose to stand firm, holding on to Torah, holding to Emes. Eitz Chaim Hilamachazikimba is a tree of life to those who cling to it. When we, the mothers of Klal Yisrael, work on staying connected to truth, to an authentic relationship with Hashem, we hold our families tight with us too. Each small decision we make to live our lives and build our families and raise our children with integrity and for the sake of heaven adds up. They add up to help all of us hold tight and stay strong. May you all have an easy fast and may the Geula Shlema come quickly.